Good morning. Welcome to the practice of being aware of awareness. And what's immediately apparent when I hear those words is that awareness is here and present. And the first thing that dawns is that awareness is aware of something. The light coming in the window feel of the air on the skin, sounds of the traffic in the, in the farther away sounding place. So in this practice of being aware of awareness, we put aside some time to slowly uh, kind of usher in the reversal of the habit, to have attention go out and stay out, go out and then go further and further and further, out, out, out. And instead, what's recognized is that attention is out, it's noticing objects. If we look right at attention, isn't it's constantly surveying. Taking it all in. No matter how long relatively or relatively short, the body has been awake. Awareness is wide awake. Aware of how the back feels against whatever we're leaning on, the position of the hands, the feet. Aware of the space around us. aware of the larger structure that the room that we're in is situated. If there was suddenly a noise in your environment, awareness would pick that up immediately. So there's something vital and alive and present. And we're not doing that. Are you doing anything to have awareness be aware? 
doesn't require any effort to have the ears here with the ears naturally here. Let's take, for example, the eyes. If your eyes are shut, it isn't the eyes that know whether there's light coming through the eyelids or absolutely none. It's the awareness to which that information feeds, by which it's known, in which it all arises. and it's effortless. It's just happening. Which is, which is why playing these happening game is so powerful. It is deceivingly transformative because when we fall back and just note what's happening, We're allowing the naturalness of awareness to note something and let it move through it at the same time. There's no resistance in awareness itself. But since there's no resistance in awareness itself, awareness doesn't resist. <laughs> when resistance arises as a habit of the personality, body, mind. None at all. In fact, resistance is just another object known by awareness. The same way fear is an object, joy is an object, pizza is an object, birds are an object. There's that which awareness is aware of. And there's the awareness that knows it. <laughs> 
when we take this time the intention of instead of being perpetually aware of the next object solely the intention is to be aware of awareness the mechanism of mind will do whatever it does but by grounding into intention and then holding attention there. We allow the natural perspective that's always present that awareness has, which is further back, allowing absolutely everything. in its vast, limitless, empty aliveness, the fullness of the 10,000 things can dance through. And more and more, the awareness that used to be something that we glance at, become momentarily aware of. For many of us, slowly and over time, becomes a new identity. That which is knowingly aware at all times, in all circumstances. So this shift from compulsively, conditionally, conditionedly uh, identifying with what's in the foreground, the next object, and the next object, and the mind weaves us either closer to the object or further away from the object. We just live by the narrative of the interpretation of mind. Instead of having that be the habit, We develop a new habit. Getting curious about what is constant, what has not changed at all. And in so doing, we pull awareness out of the background into the foreground. by putting attention on it, awareness that is, the background of awareness that's always present in all experiences, by checking for it, confirming it's there, continually putting attention on it. That knowing, that perspective, that identity starts to become primary.
but it only becomes primary because we continuously interrupt the habit energy that only has attention going one direction, out. Out to objects, up to story. Out to objects, up to story. And we simply ask, to what does the object arise? And by what is the story heard? No thought ever thought itself. No emotion ever felt itself. No emotion ever labeled itself. There's something constant there. to which the changeful arises, by which it's known, from which it can be described, seen, and turned away from, as not what we choose to put attention on in that particular moment.
So what is constant right now? And if that question brings on thinking that feels a little slippery, like it's hard to disidentify with, you kind of just feel like you get lost in it, then we come at it the other direction. What is changeful right now? Look right at that same thinking. Instead of trying to push it away, seeing it as an impediment to clarity or to seeing, to knowing, Look right at the thoughts. Catch the beginning of a thought, the very beginning. And see if you can see when that thought ends. Another thought may come. See if you can catch the gap between the thoughts or the transition. See if you can catch the winding down energy of one thought. For me, thoughts usually come in with a lot, like the, the first couple of words have energy. And then in the end, it's almost like someone's just trailing off. Their voice just kind of drones, drones down and out. See if you can hear that. End of the thought, the transition, the gap to the new one. And if you can't catch that, then you're there. Look right at that space. Nothing's talking. Nothing's happening. There's just aware, empty space. and feel into that. Is there not a peacefulness, a stillness? For me, it's like the silence just is thunderous. We listen to that silence. We savor the silence without clinging, trusting it doesn't matter what mind does or doesn't do next. We know more and more how to surf the waves, not by running to shore and trying to outrun water, but turning the board right into the wave and listening, feeling. getting very wet.
What is the mind saying now? What is it murmuring? Can we hear the under voice or the over voice? The little yappy one that's telling you about you? Or is there kind of an under voice telling you it's never going to work out? It is just wrong, wrong, wrong. You, not enough, not enough. And we listen in. Willing to hear anything that there is to hear. No agenda here, right? No expectation, no attachment. Pure presence. Present to whatever comes, whatever is, whatever will be. We're not trying to make silence or insist on silence. We're simply listening for the silence. Which is always present. Can we hear the silence that remains even while these words are speak spoken? That same silence is here right now, during the words, between the words, and within the words. See, mind likes an object. So sometimes when you say what's constant, it just gets mind looking feverishly around and starts to talk. And yet a word like silence sometimes allows mind to, oh, okay, good, okay, we got that. Or a word like, you know, the field of silence. The field of awareness, the field of knowing. Just that little bit of a word sometimes allows mind to just rest. And, and there is no kind of falling back into it or even resting in it. Check if you're resting in silence, in this field of knowing, in this constant background of awareness. Are you resting in it? 
or are you actually resting as it? if you feel like you are resting in it, by all means, yeah, take advantage of that restful emanation, but just kind of stay curious about whether you're resting in the silence. in what is constant, in what does not change, does not come and go, expand and contract, rise and fall. Or if you're resting as it, The words aren't what's important, resting in awareness, in silence, in the constant field of knowingness, or as it. The words are just pointing. the essence of resting. That nudges closer and closer and then into the direct experience of the truth of what we are.
I remember when I started my first like serious, devoted, committed study of NTI during uh, gentle healing year two. Regina hadn't made the 500 days curriculum yet. And I was discussing whatever the lesson was of the day, kind of getting to the essence. And I remember Sherry Daves picked up the book and who had studied it many times and taught it. And she just picked up the book and she picked up the back cover. She picked up a pen and she wrote R E S T. That's what this is telling you. She wasn't one for dramatic gestures, so it made an impact. It's my new favorite four-letter word. Can we rest as the truth of what we are? Rest that the constant is always constant, even amidst the illusion of identification with the changing. The stuff is always changing. Reminds me of what Dorothy Hunt said. Non-duality is not at war with duality. It is the means through which it expresses. So there is always the changeful seen by the changeless. And there was a, there's always an opportunity to do that sacred U-turn where it's all of a sudden notice the tension's going. 
back out to objects, up to thoughts. Awareness lands on that. That is the first choice point. Mind imagines a choice point earlier than that. It didn't actually exist. We can only choose between that of which we are conscious. But consciousness just returned. The presence is back. We have a choice. Venture further into the dream. Out to the world, up to thoughts about the world. Or turn back and notice what knows all that. Is the knowingness of that present. Is that how, how we know, by which we know? Is that constant? Is that always here or just sometimes under some conditions? And we get yet another taste of reality. What is as it is, seen by what is always, what is constant. What is real with a capital R?
So I'll share a quote from the seven steps. This is quote 195, Supreme Yoga. When one thoroughly investigates all this, it is clearly seen that the pure consciousness alone exists and nothing else. It is beyond description. At the end of the investigation, utter silence alone remains. Can we discern the temporary from the constant? The changeful from the changeless. The time-bound, form-bound, from the eternal. And rest in its embrace. When one thoroughly investigates all this, it is clearly seen that the pure consciousness alone exists and nothing else. It is beyond description. At the end of the investigation, utter silence alone remains.
quote 195 again from the Supreme Yoga. When one thoroughly investigates all this, it is clearly seen that the pure consciousness alone exists and nothing else. It is beyond description. The end of the investigation, utter silence alone remains. What knows the silence? Is that constant? Can we confirm that again and again and again? Dozens of times a day in our direct experience. The next quote from the Supreme Yoga supports that practice. This is quote 196. It says, the truth does not become clear in you until it is heard again and again and meditated upon again and again. We have a lot of habits. There's a lot of things we do every single day, all day long. Does the call in our heart tell us that adding this habit is how we are to practice this quote. to thoroughly investigate all this, to see again and again, what is changeful and what is constant. What alone can be said to exist without falling out of existence. 
and that which falls out of existence all the time. To pull awareness out of the background into the foreground as the primary experience. The new habit of perspective, of knowing. of truth. We seek to discern one truth and rest in its embrace. If it merits the word truth, it has to be not only constant, but in all conditions, in all circumstances. Can we confirm that we have a direct experience of what is constant? such confirmation over and over again, even if it's just two, three, 10 seconds, as long as lingering is available, as long as rest is desired, because the only reason we would leave rest is because something in us wants to. Can we gently inquire into that habit energy? See what's constant in that, within that, that very movement of habit energy. What sees that? What knows that? What recognizes that? What's aware of that? The truth does not become clear in you until it is heard again and again and meditated upon again and again.
that concludes our hour. <laughs>